Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of According to Fox. I'm your host, A. Fox. Today, we have a special episode, and by special, it's for two reasons. One is we have very special guests who will introduce themselves in like five seconds. And the second is it's an all-fabulous sport episode. So, being that so much was happening in rap and sports for the past like week or two, I decided to just you know, dedicate the entire episode to my one of my favorite segments, even though every segment is my favorite segment. So we're going to get right into it. My special guest host, he's been here before. Sir, introduce yourself to the people for like the fifth time. All right. Um, I'm Chris Lewis. Uh, that's that's pretty much it. That's it? Yeah, that's that's <laughs> it. I mean, you know, what, what, what Obi Trice said, real name, no gimmicks. That's a fact. See, I like using my real name too, but it's like, People get real invasive. Now people get mad comfortable and and people like. I to feel call like Carisha. Ha- I feel like Young Miami. <laughs> yeah, like people like to throw the hard er at the end of my name, and I'm like, nah, just Chris. That's fine. No, Chris. Oh yeah, they got they give you that whole like colonizer, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah nah. Whole, a slave name. Whole four syllables. <laughs> nah, Chris is just enough, right? Exactly. That's good enough. Now people get a bit too familiar. They're like, oh, Amber, and like, chill. chill. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? We didn't go to school together. We didn't sell drugs on the same block. Like, come on. I but anyway. People, if my mama don't know you, by your government name, you can't call the, me by mine. Exactly. So I feel for young Miami. I will not call her Carisha again. I I'm, hold you. I'm waiting to meet Carisha in person so I can meet <laughs> uh, her. Carisha Brownlee, you mom, yeah, baby. Name, right? That's a name. That's, that's a name. That's some ghetto shit. It fits. She's though. gonna be something. She's gonna be something. She was either gonna be a, a, a successful rapper or a really good Target employee, whichever one works. One or the other. No, Waffle House. Definitely Ooh, Waffle House. Damn. Now, Waffle be. House. <laughs> damn it, Fox. But, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So <laughs> we gonna get into it because we both had this discussion. About you know our the late great street prophet Earl Simmons you know <sighs> first off first off all respect due to him all respect I don't know what's going on but I feel like we the only two that don't like this fucking album because everybody else make it seem like it's the hardest shit out here but I think for a lot of people it's nostalgia right like it's because he's gone because I'm let's 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 be clear right. If DMX hadn't gone, I would hope that sonically different than it has, mm-hmm. right? I was thoroughly excited reading the track listing, but I've learned from DJ Khaled that when I read a track listing, not to be excited as much as everybody on the album doesn't always mean it's a good thing. Yeah, and and the only song that sounds like DMX was in a room, but after you sent me that video last week, uh, where he announced everybody that he was working with. The only one that felt like he was in the room with the people was Griselda. The Griselda. Uh, and that record didn't even move me the way that I thought it would. It would have been nice maybe if it was like a locks, rough, like a Rough Riders and Griselda joint, because that would have been crazy. Yeah. Um, but even I'd, when I listen I'd to love that. Even with like Bath Salts, Bath Salts wasn't why is that the name of the song? I, I have no idea. I just and I don't know if they went in there freestyle for a song for Nas and Jay Z. By the way, Nas smoked that. Um, oh, D killed it too. Wow, but why did that shit sound like it's straight up for SoundCloud? Like Nas and Jay Z sounded very normal. Like DMX sounded like he had like a solo cup with a string in it. 
it, and he just it, went it in honestly, the booth. See, see, no, we're not. <laughs> like, that's what it felt nope. like. That's All I'm like. saying is it didn't sound like it was mixed correctly. And the the whole album sounds here. like that. It, yeah. And this is what confuses me because a couple of things we're going to have to admit today. But it feels like it was like rushed just to get it because, all right, he just died. Let's get it while it's still fresh on people's mind. Totally mm-hmm. understand that. But you could have done this. What 50 did with Pop Smoke's album, right? I wasn't the biggest fan of the entire album, but the first half oh, of the album... Either. The first half of the album was really good. Um, the second half definitely turned into a 50 Cent record. I think the entire album was 50 Cent. I feel like he made that whole album The Massacre, part two. But it, I, I truly do. I can agree with that. I just feel like Swizz, if I have to look through the credits, but if Swizz was in charge of production for this entire album, it might be time to discuss the fact that Swizz isn't who he used to be. But I don't know if it's Swizz. Swizz? Honestly... All right, this is what I want to say. I don't want to say that he half-assed his album. I don't. But I want to say it sounds like he half-assed his album, if it makes sense. Yeah. Like, it's like, it's... I, all right, I'm going to be a 1,000% honest. If DMX did not die in April, I would not have tuned into that album on the first day it came out. I Thank you. Not even going to be a lie about it. If he did not pass away, that album would not have been on my list of things to do that Friday. Okay. Now, with all the hype around it and everything else, like you said, the track list is looking all right. All that. I'm like, oh, he got Jay and Nas on it. Was I skeptical about were these speeches there before? Mm-hmm. All right. We don't know. But I know, me personally, I've never been a fan of crazy features. When everybody was loving Hard Knock Life, I hated it. I still hate it. I hate that album. It was Everybody was on that song. It was on that album. About 20 songs. And Jay had two to himself. You know what I'm saying? So to me, usually when it's a bunch of features, it feels fluffed up. Like, 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 I'm listening to DMX and he's on one verse. Right. Of every song on your album. On your it, Is this your album? Or is this it's like DMX and Friends, right? Shit? It's like DMX exactly. and Friends. And, and I, don't get me wrong. I love a good feature, but I like it when it's spaced out, right? Like, with my thing with J. Cole's album was I really enjoyed that he had a little baby and he had um, 21 because they 20, they were 20. rare, right? Mm-hmm. Rare. When it's every song with that, it makes me question, Does D, was DMX in a space where he was just like, I don't think I have it anymore? Because, but he's never been like that. I feel like he's always been exactly But remember, when he came out last time, he had that same, like, remember he freestyled with Casanova and he rapped that same freestyle like 20 times. Oh, I don't remember that. I got to send you it. He, he did like a whole freestyle with Casanova that he has done with like five other people. And, you know, it, it makes me question, like, was it just DMX? Like, all right, I got to make some money and this is how I make money. Because was he recycling shit? Yeah. Or was it just a, or was this a case of we had these unfinished verses and we just decided to make an album out of it. Because that would that's make more what, sense. That's what it felt like to me. It felt like DMX recorded about, let's say, I'm just like spitballing pause. Maybe he recorded eight, nine verses. Mm-hmm. And none of them felt cohesive. So thanks to technology and the Matrix, you know, it's like, all right, so I'm going to put you here, you here, you here. He, he fucking Khaled. 
the situation. Yeah, that's and- what it felt like to me. But when I sent you that thing, it said apparently all those features DMX had on deck. He had on deck, and it's just like, but now, but wait, now this quite this makes me wonder if they had already sent like their verses in, and Swizz and them just had like a vault of old DMX verse. But you know what? No, I can't even say that because his voice sounds different. I, I don't yeah. know. I, I and I kind of want to know what dog the process song was. Was aggressive. Oh my gosh! It. <laughs> I feel like they finished verses and was like, "Yo, you want to do a song? All right, let's do a song." Like that's what I feel like they did. Like they finished verses and was like, "We're gonna do a song together." I mean, I just, I would have loved for it to be better. I, I just would have loved for DMX to, but you know, this pass is, away. this is might have been like capitalism in a sense because it's we're gonna capitalize off his death, right? I'm not gonna mm. sit here like when DMX died. I said to people, yes, I thoroughly enjoyed the first three albums from DMX, maybe even like a fourth, right? But then as we got later on in his career. I didn't care about the music anymore. And it wasn't a reflection of who he was from as a star, but the quality went down. Same thing with like 50 Cent. 50 Cent's first two albums and the G-Unit albums were really like good. And then the, the quality just wasn't there. And I, I I'll was, give you one and a half. I'll give you Massacre. I'll give you Get Rich. And I'll give you uh, Begging for Mercy. Beg for Mercy. That's I'll it, Beg. And maybe the Games album, because we still don't know the full to that i'm sh- no i first off game can game is corny as all outside but that boy can rap his ass off boy and he has not get he has not given me one bad album um, not a one i i can't think of one not even an album with the snoop dog yes. cover with the like the mixtape that was a mixtape that was a mixtape all right then yeah he, he doesn't no give all that albums he doesn't that one thing so, he can do is rap. if that was the case if that was the case he'd be rapping trash People just don't listen to him because of his antics, which I can understand. But um, Jason, Jason, whatever he wants to call himself, he said Jason in the first album. But so I don't know what the fuck Jason came from. But um, he definitely name. can rap his yeah. ass off. But that, that's what his career. I didn't care for X verses, right? I remember being so excited for that song with him and Fifty Cent um, in high school, right? Of seeing mm-hmm. "Shot Down" and being. Yo, this is gonna be it. And then you hear you hear fifty go first. And I'm like, oh man, this is about to be fire. And then DMX jumped on the song, and I was just like, all right, you know what? Maybe not. Not. I don't think I've cared about a DMX verse. Oh my gosh, since Touch It remix. I was very excited about that verse on the Touch It remix. Yeah, that was a very. I good, that's what I'm saying. Hype. And how long ago when was that? I saw him? 16 that was 05. 05? 16 years ago. Mm-hmm. But the thing is. I I think what what DMX honestly though he was in my top five he still is in my top five he's like number four and he was four or five in it because his impact it, it just hit me differently but I do remember the older I got the less his flow was appealing to me like yeah. I felt like his flow didn't work for me as much no you know? and I feel like this album showcases that right it mm-hmm. showcases that. Yeah, DMX pretty much hasn't changed who he was, who how he raps, and it's kind of evident. Yeah, it, it it was no growth or progression. The first three albums, yes, we all love them, but then when you get older and more mature, and your egg is more mature, you realize, hey, he's still the same flow isn't gonna cut it. Oh, uh, you know me, I hate a, a bad flower. Yeah, Remy, Fifty, 
I don't care. Nobody say Fifty can't ride a beat if he had a gen sport. The Remy and part hurts me so much because Remy, Remy was my goat for so long. Worst. But she, I don't know what beat. beat she raps to. I don't know what beat she raps to. Because that's why everybody was talking about Blueface. I'm like, that boy is not the first offbeat rapper because no. I'm telling you. It's Remy and Silk Remy Shaka. cannot. Oh, don't get me started. You know what hurts on him? Remy is the first person I've seen have Chris Brown feature and it be trash. The worst part of the song was her. Like, I actually enjoyed that song. Yeah, and until she starts rapping. Comes on, and then that song feels so good with Neo. Yep. Turn her right off. Uh, what's the joint that they had after um, All the Way Up? What's the other joint? Um, Money Showers. It's a fire yeah, song. A, and then she gets on. Song? Yes. First of all, All the Way Up, that was horrible too. When <laughs> hearing her just go, my flow, my Joe was back. And I was like, nope, you know what? No, I'm a pass. nobody likes that flow. But it, 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 like when you get to, when the artist is stuck in their ways and they don't have that growth, it is so hard for you to see things different. Like, even with DMX, I had an argument with somebody on my post on Facebook. I said, can you name five songs you like from DMX after It's Dark and Hell is Hot? I can. I can only think of one real song that, aside from Shot Down, the song he made about his grandmother. Party uh, Faith. That is... Okay. Um, I don't know why I thought that was the one? first... Didn't, didn't, I don't know, like, well, I love that didn't. I don't know why. I Is like that, that what he said through the night I was his? Yeah, it was yeah. right. But I live. Yeah. Yeah. Can, can we address yeah. what that actually means? Because I've been trying to figure that out for like at least a decade. Scripture. That was definitely Jesus. You sure? I, I thought like he was talking about something else, but I just no, because sure. he has a full song on the album that the whole verse is like homophobic. Whole verse is is how he can't respect a man who who's not a man or. It's it's very very problematic. I'd rather not. Okay, yeah, yeah. go into no, it because no, no, I'm not we, even we, there we yet. Need, we need you to get sponsors. We don't need. We yeah, don't need, I'm not there. We yet. don't need the alphabets. <laughs> but it's, yeah, we don't need that. But it definitely is definitely a song that. But and this is Pride Month. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah no no, we are gonna skip right Turn past that. Turn it on that. its ear. We're um, not gonna do that. Hey, the verse is better. Let's talk about that. Yes. Oh, that crowd, what yo. Song is that? So that I came crowd back. did not deserve it. I came back, so I was I was at brunch, and I have made brunch like brunch. Chris was out. Go brunch ahead. Chris was out, and <laughs> I went back and watched it, and I was like, "Yo, these people aren't moving. They're not like being excited. They're all born after 1994, so Bro. they don't understand the the beauty that is banned from TV. Oh my god! They don't god. understand the greatness that is dropped. They don't understand." Anything. Son. Even when Swizz played the J. Cole verse on Bath Salts, I was like, yo, this is wild. And they weren't even moving. We should have played that shit at the key. This yo. shit should have been happening at yo, the key. I'm not gonna hold you. the hole. Oh, I was gonna say that something. they could have went to Sam's on 149th Street and yo, it would have been up. Rebuilt the tunnel. Any for that yo, oh my god, that actually probably would have been a small move and have like flex hosted. Yo, that battle was so good. You know what got me mad though? What? Why was Timberland sucking the baby's dick like that? Yo. Son. Yo. Son, I was like, all right, the baby's here. Then he like North Carolina. I'm like, all right, all right, okay. But you're and from I Virginia. Do not get it twisted. I love the baby. When Timberland said my my career wouldn't be complete until I do a song with the baby. 
Nigga, what? what? Happening? Like, it's so confusing because it's like, yo, you have Aaliyah, you got whole. It should be the other way around. Like, the baby should need you. You don't need the baby. Like, it was, it was dick sucking. And I was like, and I did not want to say it. And I said, you know what? I'm, I can't, I can't take it no more. No, because. This is too much. The baby dick sucking up here. Like, yo, Timbo, you, and you're, you're a legend, arguably in this industry, in this field, you are a goat. How Honestly. do you need a, the, your, your legacy wouldn't be complete without, and me and you have said this countless times, the baby raps the same on every song. I mean, right. I hate all of the songs sound the same. The truth is the truth. Yes. It, no, it's true. That's he, fair. He, it, it, I, I automatically know the baby's going to start rapping right before the beat drop. And we got to go from there. Listen, I just playing with like, Jonathan, okay? I like Jonathan. <laughs> I just get so. The baby does not strike me as Jonathan, by the way, but his name is very Jonathan. I thought his name was going to be like Glendarius or some shit like that. Yo, he's a, oh, with, a, with, a, with a apostrophe and a hyphen. Yeah. That man's name is Jonathan Kirk. I never thought. I automatically thought with him that son was going to have, like, he had silver caps as a kid. I'm sure he did. I'm sure his pictures floating around. But, yeah, I'm sorry. You were saying, I bet you up. Go ahead. But I, I've, I've learned that, like, with these verses, as we're starting to open back up, I don't know if they're going to be as appreciated as they were um, in quarantine. Right? Because mm-hmm. I thought initially the idea of a verses in front of a crowd would be dope. But, until we saw that crowd. Until we saw that crowd. Maybe they need to tailor it a little bit more. But this also comes from them selling it to, uh, what was it, uh, uh, Triller, and now spreading out with Fight. I feel like when they had Apple Music, um, it worked. Or they could have done, you know, before Whole Soul Title, did it with Title, and let let the Title crowd be in. Because the crowd they had Sunday, even when it just felt, it just felt weird. Like, when they did You Owe Me, I was like, y'all not live for this? They wasn't born. Like, and I don't even, I'm not even the biggest fan of You Owe Me. I hate You Owe Me, but I was dancing. Yo, that's what I was Immediately. It's one of those songs that it is. You gotta move too. Like, I don't like the song, right? If we were in a car and you played You Owe Me, I'm gonna look at you and be like, what the fuck are you doing? But if I'm at it and they play it, I'm dancing. You you just, you just can't deny it. As much as I hate the song, but the beat, the, the beat works. And that's why I was saying to somebody, because they was like, oh, do you think... I think it was Snacks. He's on the last show. Yeah, he was like, oh, do you think they got something for Jermaine Dupree? I said, are you kidding me? I said, this is nothing. This is lightweight. I said, they first verses was five hours. Yeah. They barely played. Timberland started with got songs. Beat, they got hits. Yo, I feel like people be forgetting what they had. Yo, and Timbo, Timbo has sneaky hits, too. Sneaky. Sneaky. sneaky like swizz you kind of know what to expect from swizz timbo when he did the first one and he did uh bryson tiller that i'm um, sorry not sorry yeah 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 and i was that like was you good. were in on that that's but crazy. but isn't that sorry not sorry uh, a different beat a jonesy beat that dun, 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 dun. i gotta i gotta think what because because i know he used to do beats for jonesy because remember Devontae had all of them under his thumb at some point which is so so he could even say he did some Jodeci shit at some point. If he you know wanted what I'm saying? to, it's just like if he wanted to. That's what I'm saying. Versus is all about that. So I feel like that that because you know Bryson Tiller had a lot of um what's that called a lot of samples on that. 
So it, it could probably be one of his songs that Bryson Tiller sampled and made that song. But um, he definitely got he got heat. Swiss got heat. I, first off, my black ass is so binge watching damn Station Nineteen that, that I forgot all about it. Oh, you gotta watch it. It's like um, Grey's Anatomy with Fireman. Um, it's a spinoff. It's actually really really fucking good. But anyway, yeah, yeah. It's really is that good. what's her name's husband? The black chick's husband? Um, Boris Kojo. Oh, I thought it was the black chick from um Grey's Anatomy's husband. Yes. Miranda's husband. No, Miranda? That's the yes. black lady's name? Miranda Bailey. Okay, I, I was about to say, I knew, I, maybe I've just been calling by Bailey for all these years. You've been calling Bailey, yeah. She could definitely yeah. get it, though. Um, sorry. Oh, my God. Sorry. She's so, the mother of two. Anyway, either way, <laughs> I was watching that. I was totally heavily into that. If y'all aren't watching Station 19, just check. It's only been four seasons. And then, like, the group chat's going off. Like, yo, they are, yo, this shit is fire. I said, oh, my God, 40 minutes late. And they were like, you know what the sad part is? They started on time. I was like, God damn it. So, I missed so like- from what I know, I know that there's a Jodeci one happening. Wow. Um, and that is the one that I'm waiting the most on. I am thoroughly don't excited. Don't lie to me. Nope, because they had confirmed the Jodeci part, but the opponent, and I'll tell you that when, we, when we're not on air, because... Hang on. No, no, no. It's 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 a discussion that you and I have definitely had about who's the goats of group R and B. So yeah. Now Ronnie, think, Bobby, Ricky, and Mike. No, no, no. It's not them. Not them. Oh, oh, Chow? They yo, put it like this, right? Put it like this. Um, the lead singer of the group had like a really great debut R and B album. But they don't have enough. No, nah, because yo, think about this. Drew Hill. Okay, so yeah. Wow, look at the weather. It's nice outside. I, 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 all nice. right, all right. Because that's why when they why posted everything, happen. when they posted why everything, when they posted everything, they had the things hidden out. But then reached out to somebody, and it was like that. They were just waiting on the former head group member. Because remember when Jagged Edge and Jodis uh, and 112 did theirs. Mm-hmm. They had the new guys, and we was all like, "Who are these?" No, because uh, now Drew Hill is player, and right. Cisco and Nokia. So they want to bring back everybody, at least for that night. So I don't know where they were in the negotiations, but Jodeci had already agreed. And I then... don't, I don't think that can work because Cisco was literally a child of Casey. I mean, that, this that year, but that year, but if we got that year from. But if we basing it, because remember, Cisco can go in his little bag too. He can, but Casey and JoJo can go with theirs. As they well. can too, because I ain't gonna hold you. Once I hear life, or once I hear lately, even Ooh. though that's the, the, lately. Now I ain't gonna hold you. If they do lately, they have to bring Martin out. Um, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> if they don't bring Martin out, I'm gonna I'm gonna hand them an L for that round, no matter what else is played. You got to bring Martin out. I don't know how how to feel about Drew Hill and Jodeci. I I feel like Jodeci is is Drew. There would be no Drew Hill without Jodeci. There wouldn't be, but I feel like this, right? If they would have gone with new, because wasn't nobody wearing leather baggy fucking outfits. But if you go with new edition, it's kind of a washout for for the main reason of two different kinds of R and B for a second, and then when you add in the different members. Right, yeah. you're gonna have Bobby, and we know Bobby's catalog. 
But then you also have uh, what's his name? Johnny. 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 Got to go with Johnny. DVD. Yeah, it's unfair. It's but they could win off home again alone. What I'm saying, it's hard to beat them. Hold on, hold on. Hello. Yep. There you go. Sorry. Yeah, it's home again alone. They could. It's just. It's tough to beat. It's tough to beat New Edition. I don't think there's a group that can beat them. It'll be fun. Fun as hell. Yeah, I just want to, like, I want them to have, like, they D'Angelo. Like, how D'Angelo had his thing by himself. I yeah. would like for New Edition to have their I, own. I was hoping that my hope for Elisa versus is if Hove does one, I don't need, like, people are like, oh, him and Drake, they make two different kinds of rap music. Um, mm. And we all know, like, I love Drake. Drake is, but he's, commercially, he'll he'll walk around anybody. Hove, That's I fair. want him to do an appreciate one, appreciation one by himself. Okay. Let Hove just pick his 20 joints. Because can't nobody go up against him. That's fair. No. 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 Nobody's seen him. You think somebody's seen? You think somebody's seen Sean? Sean Carter? Yeah. No, no, no. I don't think there's a person. Oh, I thought that was like That's what I'm saying. Right? Because even if we added Mr. Jones, Mm -hmm. right? Mr. Jones isn't... Commercially successful like him. Even if they just went off, not even twenty, like like Hove's twenty, he has so much. It but it really depends on what he picks. But Hove's twenty is going to be hard to beat for anybody because when he plays, you don't know what are you going to do. What you don't know, lose my mind. Like, like and you, Hovey, you baby. Oh my God, song cry. And what more can I say? Yo, he could even go with Family Feud. And it's still, yeah, yeah, nobody, yeah, nobody. Yeah, you don't put anybody in that. You don't, the thing about versus that, there's only, <clears throat> now I'll say this, right? You know I what, a, I'll go for Beyonce and Jay-Z. Versus. Ooh, okay. I can deal with that. Right? Not And it's not really a versus, but like you said, appreciation more so like a celebration. Yeah, well, I that's what Brandy initially wanted. Brandy King and Queen. Yeah. Brandy didn't want a versus where they were like going, they wanted to pick each other's songs as their favorites. No, no. Like Brandy wanted to I, pick twenty Monica joints and then have Monica pick twenty Brandy joints, but I don't think Monica would have ever accepted that ever. No, I don't. I don't like that idea either. That doesn't. And we also well don't really care. My favorite, on, my Gunica. favorite line of all time is, "We not a group." <laughs> that is so fast. We like low key a group. We are not a group. We are not a group. Yo, it was uh, <laughs> Love of Scorpio. One of us. Yo, me. she was so shady the whole night. That... I don't even think she was shady. I she was her. Like, she was herself. I do. I feel like that was her energy, and she didn't know what type of time Brandy was going to be on, so she just kept whatever energy she knew. <laughs> but when we Brandy was singing The Boy Is Mine, and you realize Monica said nothing, <laughs> she was just singing her heart out. And Monica was looking at her like, mm-hmm, there you go. Yeah, you got it. Go, hit that and, and then you find moved it from any of Monica's albums on um, Apple Music or any streaming platform. I understand everything. I now. never knew that. That's yep. why. So if you go to Monica's album, The Boy Is Mine. I thought, yeah, I thought, isn't that the name? Yeah, yeah. So she's entitled to feel exactly how she feels. The Boy Is Mine. And I can't even and play that she song. Couldn't even play it. Oh wow! Like yo. Okay, I get it. Man, versus was fun. I mean, like, like 
because I'm trying to circle back to what you said because I'm really thinking about it. When we were stuck in the house, that gave us something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. It gave us something to do, something to celebrate, something to. So we didn't have anything we could celebrate. Damn, versus was fun. And I feel like that's the problem. Like, see, even you was outside. Would you have been, had the verses happened during the lockdown, even like say there was no brunch crits, you wouldn't have missed that for the world. I wouldn't have. Because the first time that it happened, so 2.30 in the morning, when Swizz was in his car still playing songs. I'm so right? mad I missed it. It was, it, those, those moments, right? Like, I currently wish that we could get a do-over on a lot of those. Like, Johnson versus Neo. Um, Jonte, why would you call that man Jonta? Because he calls himself Jonta. His name is Jonte Austin. He does not call himself Jonta. I, mean, I will listen like on the oceans. On the Ocean Seven mixtape, he calls himself Jonta. Yeah, I gotta go back. Listen. I gotta go back it's Jonte. He probably said he probably pulled the JC on. It's Jonte Austin. <laughs> but that was like that to me is my favorite because you know I'm I'm a sucker for a good songwriter. But and a lot of we, people didn't know about Jonte. Didn't, and didn't know that, like, they still don't know that the two biggest albums of 03 and 04, the Impassion and Mimi, yeah, and, and Confessions, that's him. All him. Yeah, that's him. Mm-hmm. But if if we didn't have, if we were still in lockdown mode, I'll probably, I wouldn't have missed uh, Swizz and Tim. I missed um, SWV and, what was it, Escape? Yeah. Um, oh, you know because... what? Escape was singing. I'm not saying SWV wasn't, but all four of them can sing. All right, I so missed all it, and I didn't even. Can sing, but one of them ain't Coco. None of them is Coco. And Latasha's close, but she ain't there. She ain't there. Coco out sings everybody, but everybody on Escape can sing. I gotta go back sense. and watch that. I don't think you gotta I, watch it. The only one that I I missed and I wanted to watch, but that was because we had went out that day. Uh, um, the Isley Brothers versus Earth, Wind, and Fire. That was when we went to brunch. That was when we went to brunch, and that's when I don't remember anything after we left brunch. You shouldn't go to brunch. Brunch makes you like turn into like Sin City Chris. I don't know how. Yo, I, was, I yo. definitely did not miss that. When we when I we finish this, I got I got to spin the block on you and tell you, but yeah, <laughs> I I got to go to brunch this weekend for. So for what? Oh, okay. I was having a baby shower at, at like a brunch baby shower. Um, after that, though, I think I'm gonna sit it out for a while because, yeah, you've been brunching too hard. Brunching yeah, too hard. yeah. Gonna find you. Mimosa's gonna find you. Um, what we call it? What we? Oh, all right. So Queen Naja, right? I like that girl, by the way. I really like her. I enjoy her music. I think she's a very, a very pretty girl. I, I like the fact song. that she don't dance like that. No, she makes some good shit. You really? I know she stole a album. Fred Hammond song. She no, she stole the. The tone, John P. Key. Like, John P. Key. Sorry. John P. Key. Yeah, she stole the flow. It's not the song. She just stole the flow. It's it's she does not have a song called Karma like that about Nicky Cheating. But the flow is John P. Key. Um, Lil Mo needs to calm the fuck down. She stole the flow <laughs> before too. Anyway, but um, so she had a lot of issues going on this week. I'm only bringing it like on the show because to be honest. I feel her about what's going on with her pa- her family and her baby father. So her baby father had this whole thing about how he wasn't invited to her their son's kindergarten graduation. All right. Mm-hmm. First off, you're a father to a child. I understand 
that some people want to be involved in every milestone. This is one thing. Would you know when your son is graduating? Yep. If you were a, all right, that's one. Yep. Two, why every internet problem that you get into, every fight, everything that happens to you, why is your son there? I yeah. don't think he should even be having his son. So I'm I'm on her side because I saw him get pressed in the Louis Vuitton store and here go little CJ right behind him while his father backing up about to get his shit rocked. So my thing is, and this isn't the first time. There was a time before where the nigga got arrested and Queen Naja literally don't know where her son is because he's in Houston with his father and she lives in Atlanta and has no idea who has her son and the father's arrested. Yeah. I would have never let you see your kid again after that. I, I think so. It's <laughs> that's it, yo. So I have a couple of rules, right? When it comes down to me having my son, um, I don't even I don't even put myself in a position to be in anything, right? When I lived in Georgia, uh, I was going on my way to his preschool graduation. Um, with him in the car, I got pulled over. I could have made a fuss. I could have argued with the woman. I was like, listen, I just want to get my ticket and take my son, right? If I was by myself, I handle it that way. The altercation in a Louis store, all of those things, right? The first thing I think about when I have my son is I don't need him to see me in any situation that can compromise, A, how he looks at me, or B, puts him in a, a frenzy where he's worried about something happening. What's going to happen to you? Right? Yep. Or some people don't have principles the way that we have principles, right? Somebody might see you and spit on your kid. Yeah, And like now you're in a, a completely different space now because you disrespected me in front of my child. When 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 my son was being born, um, he his mother was already at, she her water had broken and me and his sister, my, my, my daughter, went down to the hospital. Mm-hmm. And as we're at the hospital, there's an Asian guy outside and he's just oh, like, saying, right, you remember, he says mm-hmm. nigga, right? And I let it go initially because I'm like, listen, my kid's about to be born. You can call me whatever you want. And he followed us inside and said it. Um, security grabs him, splits us up. And then the lady, unbeknownst to her, pushes my daughter to the side where he is. He is and he's like, he's got her by her arm, but not in like a, an aggressive way. But I just seen his hand on her and I mm. punched him. Right. I wouldn't do that if she wasn't older. But to like now at this place in my life, I don't want to go to jail behind it. But at that moment. You know, I'm going to do what I can to protect my kids. So if somebody, you're arguing with somebody in person, they spit on your kid, you got to do something. But no baby mother wants to have to worry about the well-being of her child. One, two, right? My son lives in another state. He and his mother don't communicate about everything that goes on in his life, right? And if I wasn't actively in my child's life, I speak to my child. Mm-hmm. I would ask my, you know, you you know that. When Joe, this- exactly. When Joe graduation. But you also know it's the end of the semester and he's he's old enough that they're going to have something. You're steady. You're steady doing other things. Right. To be on social media, to be this viral guy that you're not even taking the time to find out about the things that that you need to. And the other portion of it is right. You're not. even. Are you asking about your son's graduation? Are you complaining about it because you want an audience or are you complaining about it because you're genuinely hurt? Because me. If if there's something that my son's mother does behind closed doors, I'm going to address it behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. The world is never going to know because you, you know, one day your child can read. Right. And they'll see everything that you they'll said see about everything. 
and, and that's and still his mother. That's still his mother who's raising him actively, right? I don't uh, now. Do I agree with her? Her boyfriend stepping in and saying anything? No, I feel like you got to let the parents handle their own shit. Yeah, he be messy sometimes, but you know what? That nigga be messy more. Yeah. Oh no, like, Chris is worse. So Chris be mad messy, so I could see why he be that nigga Clarence be talking. Chris but like, and but petty. the same thing with Queen. You, but you all gonna defend your woman. Yeah. And the same thing with Queen. You over here saying, "Oh, I didn't do this," but you just called me a miserable bitch a couple of days ago. Why would why I want to? Why would talking I? To you? And that's the other part too, right? <laughs> I'm not saying in every co-parent situation that you just have to suck it up and deal with it, but you also have to think long term, right? At least for me, is whatever I'm about to complain to her about or complain about, is it worth the peace that's losing kept between my us? Child? Exactly, and losing custody or or ways to speak to my child. Because at the end of the day, like you said, she's the active parent. So that happened. I'm sitting there and everybody's like, oh, you know, that's wrong. First off, I might, if, somebody, if I miss a pre-K graduation, call me crazy. That's yeah, wrong. I mean, it's pre-K. It's fucking pre-K. It's not even kindergarten. That's a stepping up ceremony. That's like, wrong. I'll take the pic. Like, listen, I'll be like, hey, can you just do me a favor and send me the pictures? You send me a picture of him in the cap and gown, all that cute shit. And that's That's it. fair. But... For him to sit there and be play victim like, oh, I can't see my son. My nigga, your son has been in dangerous situations because of you. As a father, knowing that when all this shit was happening to you, your son was not only in direct right next to you. Now, that should make you want to be better and do better for him. So when he sees you, he doesn't feel like his life is in constant danger. He's too young for that shit. Yeah, I shouldn't I- know that your son is right there. I'm looking, I was like, is that CJ? I don't know this kid from a whole in I'm like, but why is CJ right here? Every time something happens, CJ's here. I remember the girl frantic on social media because she could not find where her son was. And she said, I she said I wouldn't put it up here any other time, but I literally do not know where CJ is. If you know Chris, please call me at this number. All over social media. She could not find her son. Can you imagine? Like yeah. I would lose my mind. My That's mind. your child, and he's in a whole nother state on other like like right. And and, and you and you have a propensity Coast. for violence and all this other shit. She doesn't and know you what's get happening. Arrested. Your son's in the system, and he. But got you don't know what she's thinking mother. about. Somebody could have clipped him and took her son. You don't. You don't know what's gonna happen there. No idea. And that girl was frantic on social media, like, please. I'm like, y'all forget everything. I never forgot that. But what it is is this is the this is one of the biggest problems I have with like social media. You have people that will feign for sympathy, but not acknowledge what they've done wrong, mm-hmm. right? Like it's and like a person who, who who's a girlfriend who leaves the man and he's like, "Yo, she left me at my lowest." But you're not talking about, "Yo, I cheated on her for the last five years and got two babies, but she left me when I lost my job." Like it. You angling for the wrong thing, but it, but time. everything doesn't need to be for social media. I would have exactly. picked up my phone and said, "Hey, is graduation over? Yes, yeah, over. Okay, can I talk to him? Hey, little man, I'm sorry I couldn't be there today. I didn't know. And you don't even have to say that. He's not old enough to understand what that means, right? Because you're putting him in a space to think negatively about his mother. About his mother, and I'm pretty sure she's not poisoning the well on her end. But some mm-hmm. people don't know how to just. She don't even have to with what you do. But that's what I'm saying. When your son Googles you and he sees that you beat the girl for my wife and kids and all mm-hmm. of these things, right? 
you have to answer for that. Not anyone else. Yes, you. Because kids aren't dumb. Our kids aren't in these places where they don't understand who you are. They understand who their parents are. And as they get older, they they get who they get to understand this even. Oh, why didn't this work out? Okay, well, this didn't work out because daddy clearly is a sociopath in his head. <laughs> like and, clearly. <laughs> like you just can't in what what is what is the alternative to that? Like, yeah. Right now is the time to heal and just say, yo, listen, right? What can we do as parents to make this a better co-parenting situation? Right. And I don't I don't think Chris has ever gotten into a place where he has not cared about Nigel's life. She doesn't care about his. Yeah. But he's absolutely still invested in hers. Mm-hmm. Right. And there's a quote that I, I, I someone has sent me and I always say it when it comes down to me and my son's mother. Um, co-parenting works when you care about the child and not what the other parent does. Mm-hmm. I don't care what my son's mother does when she steps out or whatever. Because it has nothing to do with my son. She doesn't care yeah. what I do with my life. As long as it doesn't affect our son. Now, if I'm out here like an alcoholic and I'm deteriorating because of it, yes, say something. But if she sees me out here with a woman, she's not going to be like, niggas oh, yeah. love new bitches. <laughs> no. That no. you won't see your son now. Right. Like that <laughs> shit. Got to, yo, she encourages me dating because she's like, yo, you're going to need somebody eventually. And mm-hmm. and this is what people don't. And even in her relationship, right? I've met her boyfriend, and he and I have spoken. I don't care. I told him, I said, "Listen, bro. Only thing I care about is the well-being of my son. You're there on a the day-to-day. Just don't hit him. That's all I ask." Mm-hmm. Right? And we have yep. a great understanding. If my son does something, he reaches out, right? And we'll have a discussion. I don't think that Chris is in a space. To, no, right? Because if you can be an adult, you can co-parent, and this whole shit that you're going through have to go through but i feel like he loves social media more than he loves his son Mm -hmm. because that's his only livelihood because he knew that by saying that very clear that you know the little youtube he had and he does so much clickbait like he'll say something like oh i say i'll tell naja about this and the third and it'll be something totally different was it didn't he do one where it was like she left my son on my doorstep I and, think that was with the other fake baby mother that he had. He yeah, but that was so weird to me that, like, you you, you admitted it was fake. I hate the fact that his voice always sounds like he needs a cough drop. It's just everything about him does bother me. I'm not a... Uh, and then he be trying to sing, and he really think he could sing, and it... No, thank it, you, sir. It, it kills me. And I no, think that's you. a real issue. I think he's jealous of Nadja because Nadja actually had that sound. She blew up. She, she it, blew up. And she blew up. But how can you be mad at your son's mother? Because I'm I don't know how much streaming pays and I don't know how much you're making on streaming. I'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure she's making more money off of her music than you are streaming. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Right. But I listen, you know, my ex had a she had a whole podcast and she asked me to come on. And I was like, yeah, no problem. Right. Because if it if it benefits you, it benefits our child. Yep. If she want to make 100 songs about you being a horrible person, I'm word i'm gonna stream it too because it in the end it wins it for takes care of your kid yeah but i don't I think he's in that space her, i was gonna get into her sister like chewbacca but you know what that's the story for another day and I, but like. i'll say this about that right <laughs> i always find it weird that fam have this tendency to want to demean someone else a lot of it is though they so- feel entitled 
they, they feel, feel entitled entitled to somebody else's success because we are related. And I tell what, people, what Gerard Carmichael said on the shop, he said, I'm not gonna buy you a condo because you believed in me, Auntie. I had you let me sleep on the couch. Yeah, like, obvious yo, talent. Yeah, you knew I was gonna make it. Bro, yeah. why are you doing this? But that's what people people feel like this, right? And I've learned it over the last year, especially people feel entitled to your life because of either relations or because of time known. And I try to tell people. What what's your place in my life is a reflective is reflective of your effort, mm-hmm. right? I tell everybody, if you come to me to ask me for a favor, I will ask you certain things about my son. So that way we can cur- we can curve all of whatever you're thinking you're going to ask me, because people will ask you for a favor a thousand times before they even say, "You good, Fox? You all right? You need something? Yeah. Yeah. Nah, it's straight. Yo, I need this favor, and people don't care. People feel entitled. I tell everyone. You have to, there has to be some kind of separation, even with family, because family might be the most overbearing of all, right? Y'all not sitting up with Naja writing songs. Yeah, not. But what it is with a a lot of people I've learned, especially in the space of like we're in the shade room era of life, that these things happen and they're doing things for react quotes and to, because they know they'll make like the shade room. Right, they know and, that. And it's not even just that; they do it because now they get some type of attention they wouldn't normally get. Right, and you now, now you could talk. Oh well, Naja, like all of these feelings that you feel about Naja didn't come up overnight, mm-hmm. right? And you have her number to text her and say, "Yo, sis, I feel like you X Y Z, and then you X Y Z, and then you did this, right? But you mm-hmm. wait until there was a tumultuous situation to decide. Oh, this is what I've been wanting to say too. Let me piggyback and exactly. get my shade room moment." And that's that's the that's the shit I can't respect. And it, I I think I had a conversation with somebody said because people feel like just because you family it 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 negates their wrong. So like oh mm-hmm. that's your brother so he could shoot you in the foot y'all would be fine. Get the fuck out of here. Like you know what I'm saying? Like that doesn't mean anything. So I see a lot of people like oh my god that's her mother though. Like see that's her mother. Let's be very clear. Mothers can be bitches. Mom. But mothers can be terrible people too. Horrible people. Terrible. What, what's people the shit you always tell me? He said something about, well, the mother, well, I know the fat sister took Clarence's <laughs> card and maxed them all out. So that's yeah, why, why would I speak they, he don't that. fuck with them. And my thing is, that's his house. You took his shit and maxed them out because you felt like you could. That's stealing, bitch. That's theft. That's one. You cannot come in my house and steal. And then Naja bought her mother a car, um, paid for her whole little like birthday extravaganza, and then she then here goes the sister. Well, she hasn't spoken to her since, cause she still too. You you stealing thieving little bitches. Be happy that she got you a car and a party. She don't have to talk to none of y'all ever again if that's how she feels. But you think, oh well, that's my sister, so she needs to take care of my mother. It turns out that her mother is a bit of a bitch. So I'm my not- thing is. My money is my money. And everybody has all these kinds of like things about what a mother should be. I know I have an amazing mother, but I know everybody. Right. And I tell people, you don't, from the outside looking in, you could say a person is fucked up, but if you don't know what that situation entailed behind you closed doors, exactly. you just don't know. And, and you it, say something all the time, I will uncousin a motherfucker in a heartbeat. You know how many cousins I don't have that I did have before? And I'll see you in the street. Forty-two. Yo, I've watched you be at the same events as some of the people you don't, your cousin, and you don't even acknowledge niggas. Who? What? 
Oh, you wanna... Yo, did you speak to... Nah. Nah, I don't know who that is. Let's take a picture. Nah, I'm all right. Y'all go I'm ahead, man. Like, uh, nah, we good. Nah, <laughs> That's my whole shit. It's my no, peace it's... of mind... It, it, there's no limit on my peace of mind. And I don't care who's related to me. And I've just said to myself, like, you, you, I consider you my brother. And right. don't get me wrong. I have brothers. But let's be clear. Relation don't mean, like... Thank you. Anything. Don't mean we family. I just said that. I have family, but I got relatives. Right. I tell people, yo, we might just share a grandmother. Um, my grandmother might be our connecting piece to any relate. I told my grandmother this recently in Alabama, and I know she gets disappointed. I told her, I said, the day that you die, a lot of our relatives is dead to me right after you go on the ground. Oh, I already told my mother. Let's and see, I'm like, I already know. Ain't going to be no family reunions on my side. You're not entitled to nothing in my life. <laughs> you're not entitled to know if I'm dating. When I got when I got my divorce, um, people were like, oh, I didn't even know. I was like, because you're not in my life. Mm-hmm. Why, why am I making you privy to my break if you wasn't even there during the joy? That makes Let no me sense. text you. Let me text you. Hey, I'm having a divorce. All right. Yeah, like, what are you going to do for me? What are you going to do after I tell you I've had a divorce? Now what are you going to say? What are you going to do? Oh, uh, uh, I'm here. You going to pay these legal fees? Right. Not, <laughs> what you like, going to do? It, no, because you know what it is? Motherfuckers get you back. Oh, you know, I would do this. Yeah, you would, but you wasn't. And you're not me. Yeah. And right? I didn't ask you. <laughs> and, and so her sister feeling like she owes her mother, like, oh, she hasn't spoken to her mother? Fuck y'all mama if she did her wrong. I paid for your party. I did my part as your child. You didn't do that. And I didn't so, have to do that. Exactly. Right. You couldn't you, What did you do? What did you contribute? Because you know what it is? They feel like who? Yeah, like Gerard said, right? Like they feel like because you have money, they got money. It don't work that way. No, no. It's my talent. It's my drive. It's my this that made this happen. Not yours. So that's why I'm saying like with that, I'm just, I was so bothered by that. Like, it's just, it's, I hate seeing people do that to somebody. And she doesn't seem like that kind of person. Like, I know I don't know her, but she she does not seem problematic in any way. She, she literally makes music and minds her business. So it was like, to see that you got, oh, yeah, her ex-husband jumping on her, all right, it's my turn, too. A big-ass sister. I'm sorry. I'm not body shaming, but y'all seen her. Um, They definitely got different something. Definitely different daddies. But... Either way, I you know what I'm saying. I, I hope she has some. She has somebody to speak to. I feel like that's a lot to weigh on somebody. All at the same time with with the baby father and then the internet when it's time in. I just hope she got a good therapist and she gets to work it out. And you know, pray, to, pray for God her mental health. In, I know we're gonna talk about mental health again that. later, but yeah, I pray for her mental health. Now nah, we definitely will. Um, let's get into G Herbo and Tiana finally had their baby. I swear, I thought she's pregnant for like a year. Yeah, I feel like she started the pandemic off pregnant. She did, I felt like, like in April. Like, I really, I thought she did. And here she go. And she had the baby in the end of May. His name is Fire, though. I do enjoy his name. So apparently, Herbo grew up on 79th and X's. And Chance the Rapper grew up on 79th because he said it on Ultralight Beam. I just 79th, don't know. 79th. Um, but. Essex is the baby's name. Essex William Wright. William is her last name. I think that's a fire name. Sounds very presidential. It does. Essex Esquire. Either that or Jamaican. It's Brian. Because I like a Lennox. I like a Lennox. Essex. And then Essex. I like like that. I like that. Ooh, they could have had two in the name. One Sussex. But either way, 
I'm sorry. I, I, I was just on the loop. But I'm so happy for her. He's very cute. He's adorable. Um, shout out to them. I, I don't know about the charges with him, though. I think them, because I think he still has those charges. And he just got he just got charges added. I think a little under a month ago. Yeah, yeah, but he's still like you know out on bond. He's not going back to jail. He's not. They're not going to hit him with the YFN Lucci. But damn, um, sorry to that man. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's it's a beautiful thing. You know, new life. You know, new world. I hope for his up. sake that the legal portion of his life works itself out because it does yeah. seem like he's finally getting into a space where. His music is growing in popularity. Mm-hmm. He's starting to get a buzz. It would be the wrong time, not just because he has a baby, but because yeah, because he's in a better space, like specifically, yeah. like because from what I've art. read about the charges, those charges are from like 2017. Okay, okay. So when he oh, that's why they were trying to call the first baby mother Ari because it was around her time. Yo, I I be so out the loop as an old man. I was like, when when I when you sent the thing, I was like. Wait, Ari not his baby mother no more? And then I was like, oh, yeah, 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 it's Tiana. First off, Ari is <laughs> Ari's still his baby mother. But she's with Moneybag, they right? They, yeah, but they don't transfer. It's not like, oh, he has a new baby mother, so that one's not his now. No, he I, didn't. Yeah, it's two now. He's like, his baby mother no more. <laughs> Yo, listen, you know, I, I, I be doing addition by subtraction. Um, exactly. <laughs> I want for him to just, you know, to be out of it. I, I hate that so many of our black artists, when they start to hit this stride, especially rappers, because right? this shit never happens to R&B people, with the exception mm-hmm. of Chris Brown, but that's a whole different story. Um, when they start hitting this stride and they come from the streets, it's like their past comes back to haunt them. And it's just like, damn. He was good. He was, he was right there. Right, yeah. like, uh, what's I don't know why enough Lucci. I I think I know two songs, but NBA Young Boy, I know a YFN. Well, I call him YNF. I think you did, but now I feel like you might be right. I, I don't know. I think <laughs> you call a nigga Lucci. You call a nigga Lucci. Lucci. Lucci, right? Not getting bond when I, as a person who works in law, when I had no bond, and you and you're in Atlanta already. You might not be coming home for a long time. Seventeen yeah. kids, seven kids, something like that. It was for, it was like five, but I feel like he got hit with conspiracy, and then they hit him with the murder charge, and then they hit him with racketeering. So yeah. he just got hit with that Rico, and they Rico that vehicle. You know, once and they everything hit you was with all Rico, good just a week ago. <laughs> like yo, once they hit you with those charges, you might as well just say, I go. I see y'all when I see y'all." Charges. Yeah. Yeah, but you don't know. right when your career is no going, especially with conspiracy, because you can't even prove it. You conspiracy can't prove it, is the burden of proof. The burden of proof is on you to prove that you did not. And I tell people there's specific grounds for conspiracy, right? Like I can talk to you. They got to prove that I at least had a conversation with you about it. And if they called you right after a shooting happened, hey, you going down because you got to tell you got to prove to them that hey, that call. Was them telling me my sneakers was ready? You got to prove that. I will never forget Jay saying a nigga only fear getting charged with conspiracy. Mm-hmm. I will never forget that because it it it's a real thing. They Yo, can, can give you twenty years for some that. minority report shit just for thinking yep. and being in around for something that you didn't do nothing with. But I was you telling was someone recently percentage. conspiracy to commit murder. Right? I said you don't got to plan a murder, but if they called you and said, "Yo, I think I'm gonna kill this girl." 
that's a conspiracy charge because you didn't do anything to stop it. Mm-hmm. So now and you're that, going to jail that. just for being a listening ear. That is a charge that needs to go away. That that sounds like something just to solely convict black men. But um, it really does sound very 13th Amendment. But um, yeah, um, these rappers are really like catching themselves in mad street shit for people made out. So for, for Herb, I, I wish him the best. I hope he cleans up his act. I, I, I'm not even saying he did it because I don't know if he did it or not. But I just, I'm just hoping that, you know, because I feel like white men go to jail for white collar shit all the time. And he's not going to like club fed like Martha fucking Stewart. Oh, no, they like, put him in one of those. He's going to jail. <laughs> he's going to jail. So let's hope, you know, jail, he, jail. he's good. And even YFN Lucy. I don't know his name now. Uh, even Raisin A's boyfriend. Let's do that. Um, I would. Oh yeah, I forgot that. that. That's her baby daddy. He gets out of that. No, she not okay. Stop giving these people kids. She I got thought... no kids with that boy. No. Oh, no, I'm, th- actually, I'm thinking about Yaya. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking about kids. Yaya. Yeah, 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 yeah. Old man. NBA. See you I'm... old. You just showing your age. Speaking Jeez. of old. Speaking of old. <laughs> I don't know how a segue like this, but. <laughs> He looked old as hell yesterday. Did you see the Mike Tyson documentary? So I started it the other night. Um, I'm waiting on... Yeah, I'm waiting to finish it. I'm not going to give myself away. Um, I'm waiting to finish it. Because it and... came on last night. So. No, well, no Hulu had... The, part two was last night. Because Hulu did two. Yeah, it was, it's done. Yeah, they finished it last night. It was only two parts. Oh, shit. All right, so I got to go tune in. I like <laughs> seeing vulnerable Mike Tyson. Mm-hmm. But... It takes well. I mean, he's not a box anymore. It takes away the mystique, though. I mean, he, he did just box. Yeah, yeah, but it's not he, the same. It's not the same. I think Mike Tyson is, a, in a way, in his own way, brilliant. Mm-hmm. And like, like I love his one man show. But it made I me cry, and I, and I didn't think I would ever say that about a Mike Tyson. It, 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 I was so entertained. It was so good. But I do believe. That he definitely beat up Robin Givens, and he said he did. I'm just, I'm just happy he said it. He definitely hit up. I'm. My thing is, her intentions were ill. They were wrong intentions from 21 Jump Street. Same thing with the girl from Colorado. The intent was wrong. Does not mean she deserves to be raped. No. No. Doesn't. So I was honestly, I came into the second part. Just knowing that Mike Tyson most likely raped this girl, because him around women is very weird. Like you, like you know how some niggas be like, "Hood niggas, right?" Yo, shorty, what's up? Let's get it. Come in, come in. They don't respect the no. A lot of not not saying all hood niggas, but I'm just saying it's like a hood nigga thing. Like hood niggas be really surprised that you say no, and now fuck you, bitch. That that that's weird. That rapey behavior, right? You know. So he does have that. He said that before. Like when girls are coming around, he'd be like, yo, what's up? What's up? Don't you know you want me? No. You know, shit like that. It's really it's really weird to hear that. But when I heard that 911 call and the girl said, hello? They were like, hello, how can I help you? Hi, I'd like to report a rape. And I was like, well, who the fuck was raped? Apparently it was her. I was like, I was, I was like, this is the most calm. She called like she was ordering. She's like, she's like, and mind you, the nine one the nine one one operator is like a rape. She's like, yeah, a rape, yeah. I'm like, this bitch is too chill about a rape. 
I'm not saying people don't process everything the same, but in my but head, if I just got raped, I kind of feel like Mike I would Tyson be... raped me. I'm sure he hit me to do it because he's Mike Tyson. But I'm not gonna lie to you, that probably I'm wasn't crying. her first call. Her first call was probably to what some kind of entertainment lawyer. I don't, I don't know if he raped or not. I, I came into this just thinking he raped her. I just did. I, it, I was like, you know what, Mike and women, I'm not gonna sit here and say my bro. He's yeah, nah. The way that whole Robin giving shit, he said, well, we hit each other. I don't think her slapping you gonna be the same as you knocking her the fuck out. That's one. But I do think she what she did on that Barbara Walter show was ridiculous. I feel like it was it was damn near reprehensible. Cause my thing is, you was good until the cameras was on. And it was like, this is my moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And don't get me wrong, if a nigga hit me, all bets is off. But I'm not going to go on Barbara Walters and go, hey, so he hits me all the time. I'm in living in hell. You can see his face. That nigga was blindsided. He was like, what? Mike was looking I like... I thought he was in Malibu, but Mike, like, if like, you thought I hit you before, wait till we get hit now. Exactly. So I'm over here like, oh, she bold. Because if you if you that scared and terrified of living with the nigga, you go and tell her in front of Barbara Walters, she's, she was 90 years old when I was two. So, you she's think she's going to protect you? Hell yeah, she ain't dying. Jesus Christ. Barbara Walters and Betty White. They are in the Illuminati. But it's like, I I personally felt like, I'm like, nah, Mike definitely hit Robin. He hit that nigga. I ain't going to act like he didn't. But you came in there for the sole benefit of taking him and leaving him. That was same thing with Shorty from Colorado. Am I excusing his no. behavior? No. No. But I definitely don't believe he raped her now. <laughs> With Robin, it's like, yo, it. you came in here for the money. You, I'm not going to say it because it's going to sound like an asshole statement, but I'm going to say it anyway. You know different than the niggas that he jumped in the ring with, right? You came there for a check. You got your ass beat in the process and still got your check. I mean, you got your check. Yeah. And then yeah. you almost got Brad Pitt fucked up. Yeah. He's about to have Brad Pitt. Brad was Brad about to almost died. <laughs> Brad Pitt wouldn't have adopted one black kid. It was up to you. Yo, he would not have had that face if it was up to him. He would have had that Owen Wilson look with that fucking nose. Look at Mitch Green. Different for him. Look at Mitch Mitch, Green. And Mitch Green sued him right after that whole shit with the with the rape. So he waited till Mike was on top again, and he sued him too. Yeah. And that shit was eight years after they fucking saw each other. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, I get it. Everybody's after his money. But Mike is no angel. But I do believe he is. He was a, an amazing fighter. He really was. I, I, I remember knock, I remember him knocking everybody out in under a minute. I remember that shit. I remember him and his speeches. And he I'm Alexander. I still don't know. That. Yeah. I ain't gonna and, hold you. My favorite Mike was like the end of his career. When he was arguing with the dude at the Lennox Lewis press conference, and I was like, Mike might be the craziest nigga of all time. He said, "I'm gonna fuck you till you I make you love me," and I was like, "Oh, that's wild." That's that's wild. That's like, wild. I don't know how long Mike spent in prison at that point, but nigga, tell that you nigga that. lashed out on the regular interviewer. Yeah, he still got a pigeon coop. Yeah, and he was like, "I love pigeons. I just love them." And the guy was like, "But do they love you?" He said. It doesn't matter. I love them. I said, oh, God. But you know what it is, right? <laughs> it's the saying that they say that um, 
most times when a trauma happens, we stay at the age that it happens, right? Yeah. I look at like Mike, Mike Tyson and Michael Jackson, right? Two guys who are geniuses, but their mental may not have been spaces. Mike thought, first of all, I always go back and watch that interview where he's like telling the reporter to get in the tree with him. Because he's like, I like to climb trees. And then I'm the not reporter, getting in no tree with my fucking Jackson. I'm not getting in a tree. I'm I'm 34 years old. I'm not climbing no trees because I'm scared that I might not be able to get down. And how are you getting them trees in them shoes? Because he had yeah. them tap shoes on. And then Mike said, remember when the interviewer asked him, he's like, do you don't you don't think anything wrong that there's a 40 year old man sleeping with kids? And he was like, and no. Your boys? no. And he was like, no, no, it's innocent. <laughs> We're all innocent. That's just ignorance to think otherwise. And I was like, yo, Mike, you are giving these people too much. Yo, if they were, if, if, if a parent was going to sue you, you just gave them ammo, right? Same thing with Robert Kelly, right? I was watching that interview the other day where the guy was like, do you like teenage girls? And Robert was like, well, how old are we talking? I was <laughs> like, how do you think teenagers? I was like, Robert, just say no. It's no. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, what you mean by teen? Like, like you how, what? Like, you mean like 17 or 18? Because 18, <laughs> she good, right? 18, I, I heard that's fine. <laughs> Too young said, as a man in China. They changed the law. <laughs> exactly. But, Did know, they Mike, Mike was so to look at all the money that Don King stole from him, right? And how these people took advantage because Mike didn't have the education. All he was was a fighter. Yeah. Right? Mike could have been what Floyd is. Yeah. Because although we knew somebody was going to get knocked out early on with Mike, he was a draw. You wanted to see that knockout. That's a fact. And Mike just never, Mike, Mike, I feel bad for because when you look at his life, you kind of say like he never really stood a chance. Even with making it in the boxing, he never really stood a chance. Yeah, he did. Right? But because he, he made the best out of everything he got. Oh, yeah. He really did. Oh, yeah. He, he overcame thing I was, the odds. He overcame yeah. the odds. He came further yeah. than anybody else that, you know, from that circumstance, right? From those kind of conditions. Um, and still, you know, and even after losing all of the money and being restricted and all, he still has made it out because when you watch that one man show, you really see a side of him that you wouldn't have got. Vulnerable side. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and that's, that's what's up. Like I, I did like seeing his growth. I like seeing how his new wife, like he's calmed down a lot and it was like, she's pretty much the best thing that happened to him. I said, that's what's up. You know what I'm saying? Like. Sometimes you just need that person to like call me, but he's still. He said, "I think success is not cheating on my wife." I said, "Damn, that was immediate. Like that was the first thing. <laughs> like, like that's said, what you thought about? <laughs> like, like not not doing drugs, not doing like um not not cheating on my wife. Um, success is. I was like, oh, oh, so that's the first thing. Got you. <laughs> All right, got you. And it, he's still Mike. He's definitely still Mike." But it's good to see him like in the best shape of his life now. He's sober. He he's he's good. And you know, whatever demons he has, you know, he wrestles with. I just hope that he he puts them down one day. I hope he really learns to overcome them. But um, in lighter news, you know, sorry about that. Back to rap. It's a lot of rap happening. So the rap Mount Rushmore came up, right? <sighs> so I agreed with the three that were up there. Okay. I agree with the the Cole and the, the Drake and the Kendrick. 
I, right. I agree with that. Hell, the last episode I spoke about how them three, you know, are pretty much the kings of this shit. The fourth face, I've heard Nikki. I've heard Future, which I don't I've know. I've heard a lot of Future. And I don't know why. I, I, really I, I agree with you 100% there. on that one because I don't, I, I listen, don't get me. Future has never done amazing numbers. He has never been the the king of of get got the crown. I can't put future there off of that. I have a, a weird choice, but I'll let you finish and tell you who I would think I would put there before him. I would put it's three people I'd put up there before him. Okay. Before Nikki too. Because my problem with Nikki is she does not have a classic album. Nikki don't have a class Nikki doesn't have a, a great album. Nikki has good albums. I don't want. She does not have a great album to me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She's like a rap Chris Brown to me. It's not cohesive. You know I don't like Chris Brown's albums. I just don't. They're not cohesive. They're all over the fucking place. It's Z100. It's Power 105. It's fucking (laughs) country music. All that. I can't. I don't like Nicki's albums. They don't work for me. I'm just gonna say that. That's why she's not on my. Not because she has a vagina. But because she has not given me a piece of work that to me can withstand the test of time. All right, that's one. I can agree there. These are my three. Okay. Wale. I know nobody's going to agree with me. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Sean. People yeah. don't have to agree with me with that. That's fair. The third is Ramik. Okay. Hmm. So I have a different choice. My choice, though, is based off of his impact. Not an album You're going to say Wayne. No. No. Somebody else. No. He's from Chicago. Chief Keith. Chief Keith. I don't. I only know that's that shit I don't like. Bang, bang. So I'm not talking about in terms of music, but I'm talking about his impact. He, he fathered drill music, right? Mm-hmm. Right? And look at what came from that. Uh, you got Dirk. You got Erbo. You got Vaughn. You've got a lot of guys that and, and that's just that scene, but we're not even talking about how New York Drill came and took that same kind of style. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chief Sosa would make that for me because of what he's done in terms of impact. But if they're basing okay. the solo of music, he won't make it. But in terms of, but I'm assuming that they mean impact too. Chief Keef's impact is undeniable. Now, that being said, the reason why Nikki made it for mine wasn't about her albums. I don't think I don't think I've ever liked a Nicki album. You think it's a longevity? I think it's longevity and she's birthed she's the reason that we have the birth of the Asian dolls, the Cuban dolls, the cash dolls, and however any other dolls they got. Um she had the Barbie wave. Nicki really did usher in female rap being brought back to the forefront because Nicki did give us songs about, you know, being popping, but to rap rapper right like her, her monster verse she can rap rap but yeah, i think but that has she ever exceeded that verse i don't think she's i don't think she's ever lived past that verse right um where nikki really like where her career started going down in my mind was the emergence of other female talents right because the first five six years of nikki's run there was no other female rapper that was equal right like we sure we had rhapsody and we had them but nobody cared be honest nobody cared cardi was really like the first i disagree I, i'm a big fan of rhapsody but i am but i'm saying like that we're we're a small pocket right if we went up mm. to the average 
who just listened to the music, they wouldn't know a Rhapsody song. They know Nicki. Okay. But commercially, okay, okay. when Cardi came on the scene, I think she initially probably thought Cardi was going to be one and done with Bodak Yellow. And then it turned out to be Cardi, you know, pretty much coming in and commercially taking what was Nicki's, right? And has done more than Nicki in a commercial sense. Um, you know, and people don't like to admit that. But yeah, that's what it... Nicki's career trajectory changed when it became when it became competition because now we're not just forced to listen to you mm-hmm. we have other people we, we have other options to. nikki won like what 12 i'm being i'm exaggerating a shit ton of best female rap at the bet rap awards but she didn't get one grammy not one grammy and i mean her her competition was what's the white girl i was with ti iggy azalea yeah like your competition is iggy azalea why with my name and go yes. like so you're gonna win we're not listening to Iggy. But now that we have options, right? People who can make better music. Yeah, it's now it's quiet. Like even with the CN Green song, everybody was like, oh my God, she put out a mixtape. I said she put out the exact same mixtape that got her on. And then she put out three extra songs and three extra songs. And out of those three extra, we only really cared about the one with Wayne and Drake. Yep. So But that's why she doesn't go up there for me. She just it, it she doesn't. I know for other people she does. I know there are a lot of barbs out there, and that's fair. You know what I'm saying? That's y'all queen. I get it. But if we want to talk about the fucking Rushmore, the Mount Rushmore rap. I can't put her there. I can't. She's not a founding. All right. Think of what Mount Rushmore is in in white people thing, because, you know, I don't give a fuck about American history. But the founding fathers of this country are the Mount Rushmore, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, regular Mount Rushmore of regular rap. We'll say Hove, Nas, Biggie, J. We'll say that, right? Whatever. People want to say what they want to say. But about three people up there are fucking inarguable. You can't argue. That's one. There's always that one interchangeable want, person. If you want to talk about Because I honestly, thinking about it, I would say Wayne. But I feel like Wayne just he he was he's too soon. Like but also, I feel like he Wayne was, he had already so for had the twenty tens. I feel like he had already did. peaked in the twenty tens. Yeah. Right, he peaked in like oh seven. So it, it for me, I think my third person would probably be God. It would have to be like a Sean. Yeah, like a Sean. Who came in the game? That's all I think. Or maybe but a Travis. Sean but does I don't not consider Travis. Me, uh, Travis. Travis impactful, but Travis. I don't he can't know. rap. He's not Cole or a fucking Kendrick or even. Yeah, no. Aubrey can still rap. Yeah, Aubrey. Aubrey might. Or I told you, Aubrey's one B. And one day where people are going to admit to it. As much as people think Meek is this and the fifth, I love a Meek album. Meek does not give us bad I albums. I love a Meek, Meek album. Meek does not give us bad albums. The Meek only bad gave Meek me album. my favorite gospel song ever. <laughs> Dreams and Nightmares. Yo, that is, that is Meek the best only Meek has one bad album, and I think that was because the label made him put that. Is it, it the Dreams Worth More Than Money? Because I no, hated no. that album. No, no, no. The first album, I hated the first Oh, I didn't mind that one. I feel dreams like worth more than money. I like better. I feel like I feel like in the middle of dreams worth more than money. 
I was good up until like the first half and the second half. It lost me. With is that I the think, I gotta go back and look? Is that the one where Swizz had a song? Because then it's gonna further prove my point that we need to yes. keep Swizz away from rap music. Yes, I think Swizz definitely had something on that. And it was, I think it was actually from the Swiss song down that I, that they lost me. The first one, I feel like they dropped the ball in a lot of shit. On Young Kings, I feel like there should have been a remix with him um, ASAP. Because at the time, these were, these were the people that was, like, dope. I think it should have been him ASAP. Somebody else and somebody else. I think they should have did a regional remix with Young Kings. Um, I feel like Traumatized was a good song. I really enjoyed the first album. Second, second album, not so much. I loved wins and losses. I love championships. To this day, I feel wins and championships. So that's what I'm saying. If we, if we talk about music, I put Meek up there because I put Meek up there. Like I just musically, I, if they going to tell me this, um, is five albums coming out. It's going to be a Sean, a Wale, a this and a that. I'm going to automatically think that, you know what? Let me hear Meek first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Then let me hear this one. Then let me hear that one. Yeah. That's just me. You know what I'm saying? That's why I would put him up there. But as far as impact, I don't think Meek has that impact. So it's no. like, it has to be impact. It has to be sales. It has to be, you know. And that's why I understand so I feel why like it has to be regional. I feel like we need somebody from the East Coast there. Yeah, because damn, Cause, looking at it, Cole is from the South. Even though he's from, yeah, he's from the South, but he went to, because he, def- he definitely does not sound like he's from the fucking South. But no, he's, a, to me, he, he, he honed his skills here. Because um, he went to St. John's, yeah. Then he got, got Kendrick. West. Over there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Drake is Canada. I feel like it has to be somebody from the East Coast. Yeah, and we don't have too many. Side note, we need to have a discussion one day about Kendrick, because you know I love K-Dot. It's been four years though. Yeah, he needs another album. Yeah, four years. Like I, I, I can't keep holding you in this high regard, and we sitting on. But I feel like he also probably is feeling that pressure because your album won a fucking Nobel, uh, a Pulitzer Prize. Yeah, like you're not gonna like you got to find a way to to top that, and that's gonna you be tough. To top that. But, but in the case you know of what? you can't force a lot of shit. Like some shit got to happen organically. So mm-hmm. if he would have forced the album after them, it, it would have been like ill. You know what I'm saying? So he but, just gotta let that shit happen. And I love the fact that K Dot doesn't give us the same album every time. He finds mm-hmm. ways to like uh to Pimba Butterfly sounds nothing like Good Kid. Um Damn sounds nothing like Canadian. Yeah, it, it's just he 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 pushes the envelope. But Nikki, I feel like basing it off of like impact and shit, yeah, you have to. But if we were basing it off albums, I don't even I don't even think I put Nikki anywhere near Mount Rushmore because out of all of the new people Nikki has no classic anything with the exception of she has a couple classic verses I don't even think yeah. she has a classic song no, not a freestyle but a classic verse. song she has classic verses her itty biggy piggy verse monster hello good morning yeah yeah when you but take I think a- I think I think and I don't even like him I think Ross got the best verse on hello good morning he does, but you know, you know how we feel. He don't say nothing, yeah. Yeah, he just. But that's what I'm saying. So if we talking impact, Nikki, and she's East Coast. If we're talking impact, but if we talking classics, no. No, I can't. I can't say that. But you know what? We're gonna move on. In the name of girl power, though, 
if they want to put Nikki up there, cool. Um, do I agree? No, but I ain't gonna fight it because you know, black women. That's right. Of course. And speaking of black women, shout out to Naomi Osaka, who said "fuck you" to the French Open. I'm not talking to nobody. Like, like I really respect that. Honestly, when Kyrie first did it, everybody was like Kyrie is bugging. I'm really starting to understand Kyrie now with this media shit. Because now, Naomi Osaka, and you know what? Somebody brought something to my attention that I did not know was happening. Apparently, you know they would try to make her speak in fucking Japanese because they know she's half Japanese. What? And she's not even comfortable speaking the language. But they would try to make her answer in Japanese. And then they would ask her things like, oh, we know as a black and Japanese woman, basically, what culture do you gravitate towards more? Like, dickhead shit like that. That's what they do to her. I didn't know what they asked her. So I was like, what kind of questions do they be asking these tennis players who be getting so upset? Because they be getting tight. And that's what they say to this girl. Yeah. And I feel like this, right? White athletes have a bad game. They decide they don't want to speak to the press. It's perfectly fine. A black athlete does it, and we're problematic. And we have attitude problems. Right? But like she said, my mental health. Venus and Serena have been doing this much longer. People forget that Naomi is still young. Still young. And it's a different generation. She's born like 1998. Right. And there was this part of it, right? Serena and them, there was no social media. So they could do an interview and that was it. That would be the end of it, right? Now they're taking sound bites. They're taking clips. There's constant reminders. You know, she's not used to this. She's playing tennis because she likes to play tennis. She's not playing tennis because she wants to be a superstar. You could just play and you don't got to do no interviews. She'd be the happiest person on earth. But to force like an athlete. Like she wants to hit the ball. Yeah. <laughs> like I just, I just, and especially like I look at it this way, right? I couldn't imagine being in a big game and losing and then having to speak to people after that where you're constantly asking me well, what went wrong. You think if I knew, I, <laughs> if I knew what went wrong, I'd have fixed it out I there. I would have fixed it. When the nigga said 30 love. And I'm like, how the fuck did I get here? Like, right. It's been the whole like, thing. Remember Russ? Russ had that interview where the guy was like. I do not know who that is. Russell Westbrook. Sorry. My bad. Oh, you know, I thought we, you meant like that white man. Because I'm like, there's some no. white man named Russ that Reiki told me. I have no idea who that is. Go oh, ahead, I've, I've never Westbrook. listened. But okay, Russell Westbrook thing where he was like. Um, <clears throat> Where they asked him after a game where they lost to the Jazz, and they was like, "Did you guys lose or did they just win?" And Russ was like, "What?" <laughs> oh, that's when he made that face. Yeah, he's like, "Nigga, y'all." He's like, "I'm out of here, y'all niggas tripping." Like, right? You understand more the mentality of like, remember Marshawn Lynch did not want to talk. I'm just here so I don't get fired. Yeah, they they have this thing which I understand, right? When you sign certain contracts, you have to make it a, a issue. But the craziest part and I meant to send it to you this morning, was the guy who runs the French Open said that he was very disappointed in Naomi and then said, no more questions. I don't want to talk about it. Oh, it's, o- it's okay so for you to do that. You don't got to talk about it. It's okay right. for you. But <laughs> she can't say the same thing. I feel for her because, you know, we don't prioritize, people don't prioritize mental health, right? Uh, they don't. Especially like with jobs because we as black people always feel like, yo, if I tell my job, I'm having a really shitty day. I need a mental health day. Like they're going to go replace us with a happy mm-hmm. black person. Yeah. Um, and, and this is like really cognizant of that. 
like she's she doesn't want to talk to she doesn't want to have an interview an interview in her face and yet here you guys are putting finding like, her finding and her y'all trying to find her and then when she's like you know what you ain't gotta find me that's fine i'm gonna I go home. play for your shit and now oh my and you know what god forbid a black person makes moves for himself god forbid that god. i think that's what people hate the most when black people was like, nah, we're not going to take this lying down. I'm not going to sit here and smile in your face and, and giggle on the go along. Not doing it. Right. Because look at it this she, way. She said she's not going to do it. Last year, yeah. they were upset because we black athletes protested. Right? It was shut up and dribble. Now, mm-hmm. she is choosing to just not talk. And it's like, yo, you should talk. Because oh, we want you to. No, because we expect you to talk. No. So which one is it? In the words of in the words of Sean Corey Carter, is it Uchi Wally Wally or is it one mic? Is it, is it which one? Is, like is a black girl or to show you oh you for ice. ice. You like, gotta pick it. Like, like you can't tell me to shut up and dribble because when Naomi was out here speaking up against black lives being taken and that she was dedicating her wins, it was a whole thing that she should just focus on tennis. Now that she's just focused on tennis, you want her to talk. Yep. Which one? Which one? Because I can't, can't do both. No, in the words of Marlo, you want it to be one way, but, but it's the other way. It's, <laughs> right? it's the other way. Because my so thing now is, that it's the other way, you want it to be that? Nah, no. Nah. Way. Pick it. Pick like, your yo, struggle. If you don't want me to say anything, I won't say anything. But now you want me to say things. now Because if Naomi would have just got up there and been like, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter. And not said another word. Then she come up there with every mask, um, with a mask with everybody's name on it, like a Brianna yeah. mask. And, and people didn't mask. like that. People didn't like that. They don't like not. that. They don't like for us to be free. And this is the, the biggest portion of white society and white privilege, right? When we're free, and this goes to like the Tulsa thing too, but we'll talk about that another time. They don't want us to be free, right? Because who like do said, we think we are to be right? black the rules, and be free? The rules that they give us we're not okay to break, but if a white person breaks those very same rules, there's a justification right. behind it, right? Like, yep. oh, he did that because this cause and effect. But if Naomi does it because she's a black woman, it's you. She, you she's trying talk. to start shit, and she's being she she's being problematic. That's their favorite word. Yeah, mind you, mind mind you, being white is problematic. I need them to understand that your whole culture is problematic. But that's fair. I'm like that. I don't understand why this black girl said, and I love the support she's getting. I love what Venus said. I love how Venus said, because none of y'all can fucking play me in tennis, so I don't give a fuck what y'all say. Basically, can none of y'all do what shit I do? Right. So I don't even let y'all get to me. But shout out to your young girl who says she's not even going to fuck with y'all this way. That's the one. And then, you know, Kyrie said, you know, he's standing behind her. And because remember when Kyrie took that time off, and everybody, and I'm a Nets fan. So I'm like, all right, nigga, come back. What's happening? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, right. I, where you at? And at first, I thought, I, I want to say I thought that Kyrie was bugging. And he's not. No. He's not. He's absolutely right. So everybody thinks, because you, oh, you get paid X amount of dollars to play a game. Okay. And that you're their game, slave. And I'm still going to do what I need to do, because you don't dictate what I do. You know what I'm saying? And this whole thing with these fans, they getting out of control. I'm like, where the fuck is Ron Artest when you need him? Yep. Y'all spitting on Trey Young. They if they call John Morant's mother all type of shit. Y'all throwing water bottles at Kyrie. These white These fans too. Getting indi- and they're white fans and black players. 
You have not seen a black fan do nothing to a black player or a white player. No, because yo, we not one, we know that the <laughs> rules don't go for us, but two, we're listen, I hate you know how much I hate Tom Brady, right? Hate Tom Brady I, with all I of don't my know soul. Why. I don't know right? why he's an amazing but, man, but go ahead. Fuck Tom Brady. I also know that if I'm at a Jets game and Tom Brady's playing against us, I'm not going to sit there and go, you know what? Let me spin on Tom Brady. I'm going to heckle you. I'm going to talk my shit. First off, but, the views of Chris are not of the According to Fox podcast. Of course not. Tom Brady. Somebody on this go podcast ahead. loves Tom, Thomas loves Tom Brady. Brady. Go ahead. Continue. But I'm not to going to it. do that, right? If I'm spending my hard-earned money, because these people who was doing all this wild shit had really great fucking seats. Yeah. Right, I'm not going to spend my hard-earned American money, <laughs> American dollars, my American dollars to sit at a basketball game and spit, or or pour popcorn, or, or oh, or, I almost forgot about that. I'm sorry, Westbrook. yeah, yeah, pour right. popcorn. It, and and he said it right, a real a person in the street would never do that to me because they know what would happen to them. Yeah, you think you are safe because but, you you in the fucking stand? No, but I rem- listen. Right, white people have horrible revisionist history. I remember the malice at the palace. I remember and it was watching the white it live. Man that started that shit. Right, I remember that. And I remember the same white man who started it when Stephen Jackson slid across that seat to punch him in the face, had his hands up like, "Please don't hit me." I don't forget that, right? Because mm-hmm. we come from the hood, right? If we in the hood and somebody throws a water bottle and it hits you, it's over. It's over. And because right? it don't even hurt, but it hurt thrice as much because you ain't see it coming. And you right. got hit with something. And then there's the embarrassment of it. Like, oh, did this yeah. nigga just hit me? So now it stinks. Like, but these guys, these these people who do it, these white people, they have no fear because, like, the white guy who ran on the court the other night, right? When they were taking the Wizards out, game, right? Yeah. The second time something happens at a, with, with the Wizards, but that's... They, these they, white they, people they, shit, though. They get off smart. Yo, I can go back and say to whoever that, yo, Look at me. I made the news because I did this. I did that. That shit doesn't really like it, it's not it's not it takes away the fun experience. You're playing with guys who listen f- when when a dude poured uh, popcorn on them had just lost. So how does that translate for you him? Added insult to injury. And right. It's like why pour it on him? He already fucking lost. Neil, I don't mind fans heckling. I always say like talk your shit. That's what that's what sports is about. I don't like when you take it beyond that, right? When you're throwing things. Because now, you, what if Russ is walking and you hit him in his face with something and it breaks his nose? And now he can't play for the rest of this or it affects his fucking game time next season. Yeah. They don't think about shit like that. Because that bottle that almost cute. hit Kyrie? That could have hurt something. That literally went right by his face. And what it was happened? high. It was yep. high as hell. Now, what happens if you, like, you know, this the old black man in me. You throw that bottle and hit Kyrie in the eye, and now he can't see out that eye no more. Now what? Now you know. I was just playing. Now it's I'm just playing. Yeah. Because. And they cuffed that nigga. They um, they arrested him for assault and battery. Yo, and listen. And you know you fuck up this money if that dude's is betting on Brooklyn to win because you done fuck Kyrie up. It's Tell you ahead of time. Now it's a different ball game. And Them niggas coming thing. from Brooklyn to kill you. To big to piggyback off that, sorry, sound like I'm in clubhouse, but <laughs> the whole shit. All right, so my thing is, Kyrie steps on the logo of the Celtics. That's one, right? 
second. Matter of fact, let's go. Let's go even beyond that. Let's go behind that. When Kyrie said the racism in Boston, why is everybody so so surprised that there is racism in Boston? Do you not know where Boston is? Boston is literally the most racist thing I could think of. I don't understand how people are playing like this is brand fucking new. They was like, Boston? I don't know what you talking about. Here go Kendrick Perkins with his unsolicited advice. I don't even know why he got a job, too. Him and Paul Fiennes could have fucking left together. (laughs) Your man is like, oh, I've never experienced racism in Boston. I'm sure you have without that fucking uniform on. I'm positive you have. Boston's wild racist. Super racist. racist. So, Derek Jeter you, tells stories, and all these guys who played against the Red Sox will tell you that they call you nigger there. And shout out to, I think it was Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum was like, oh no, there's definitely racism in Boston. It's just not racist know. to a Celtics player yeah, because you play for like, them. They was like, but then they expect you to play for them after they just called somebody something, and y'all are the same color. You know what I'm saying? It's like, no, it, it's racism in Boston. It is. So when everybody's like, what? I can't believe Kyrie would say something like that. I'm like, I can't believe y'all acting like this isn't a thing. Like, that's a real thing. Boston is, what, what Gerard called Michael said? Boston, he, he said, they don't go to Boston for food. You go there for enthusiastic racism. That's exactly that's what you exactly do in Boston. Boston. So what, what makes you feel like Boston isn't racist? I don't know. That's one. So when he stepped on the logo, right? And I love KG. You know I love KG. When KG said all that shit, oh, that's disrespectful. Here go Big Baby Davis. Oh, you going to take it somewhere that's not basketball. You sound like them motherfuckers who's mad at a kneeling flag. It is a logo in the center of a court that y'all are literally running up and down the face of the Thank entire you. game. It's not like what T.O. did in, in Dallas where he ran to the star and posed and threw the ball. Right? It's not like he punched the mascot. Or he, he pulled, like he didn't even like fake like he was peeing on the mascot. He just stepped on the logo. He right? stepped on your logo. My thing you is, you think if somebody stepped on the B in Barclays, that's what I was about to say. You? What's stopping? What's stopping Jason Tatum from going to Barclays and doing that? Um, him not passing. GS nine actually. Him not probably. making it. Him not making the first round actually. Next thing, he's not. He's not going back to Barclays this year. He might not want Rowdy. But no, yeah, he, he was there last night. That. He was there last night. You know, oh, that's like, what it was. Oh, that's what we wanted. You definitely won the Barclays. Like you could that's have done the same thing. It's not a big deal. Niggas like, oh nah, you don't step on Lucky, so it has a name. All right, y'all are dickheads. Y'all are thousand percent dickheads. So a flag that is literally a piece of fabric, and y'all sat there, and like I said, everybody's so mad. Oh, kneeling at the flag. I can knit the same fucking flag. I promise you, the symbolism is not that deep, America. It's not that deep. Y'all are dickheads. But the symbolism of on the hardwood floor that everybody is literally running across. It's not like y'all inbound the ball and say, hey, watch the logo. Avoid Lucky. Avoid Lucky. Don't don't hit him. Don't don't get the top hat. Avoid Yo, the shamrock. The game watch starts the with shamrock. niggas standing on the logo because they have to jump ball. Make but, it make sense. But Kevin Garnett, of all people, of the all most people, disrespectful player in the NBA. You shouldn't say anything about disrespect. How do you know that? He told Charlie Villanueva that you look like a cancer patient. Yeah, and he had um the what you call the alopecia. Yeah, he ain't got no eyebrows and shit. (laughs) 
You called him a cancer patient. Not nice. Not nice. He didn't Sorry, have to like say that. Or what you would call it? He, <laughs> nah, he definitely didn't call him that. He said all kinds of shit. Yo, Melo met that nigga at the fucking butt. Right. So how can you say, yo, you stepping on the logo is disrespectful, but you telling a nigga white that a nigga that his wife tastes like honey nut Cheerios is That's cool. fine. That's fine. That's just basketball. And he's uh, a big baby Davis, who's a big baby doofus. I always thought he was slow. And nothing wrong with being slow. I just feel like he got a weird thing about him. And he was like, oh, nah, you going to take it somewhere that's not basketball? I don't even like KD Who like that. It? But KD said, nigga, please. <laughs> nigga, please. What you going to do, Glenn? What you going to do, Glenn? Not a fucking thing. Like, it was just, like, ridiculous. I'm like, so y'all sit there. Y'all tried to act like the boy was bugging when he was talking about the racism in the game. Because not for nothing, I'm sure he did experience it in Boston because he didn't really win in Boston. So and what and happens he was hurt, when you remember? don't win? He was hurt. What happened when you don't win? They start booing you. Because he could have stayed shit. in Boston. Kyrie could have stayed in Boston. Sorry. I'm he could have stayed didn't. in Boston. I'm glad but, he did. But he, like, he could have stayed and been like, all right, I can do But I'm pretty sure when Kyrie wasn't winning, they was out there like, nigger, nigger. You, you fucking nigger. Can't right. stay healthy to save your life. Boston is just as bad as Alabama. Why did we give them such southern accents? I don't know, but He's I feel to like, sound like everybody. I just feel like party. every racist white person who says "nigga" just automatically gets a southern accent. Like it's no, just. No, we nature. supposed to sound like everybody from the Departed. We supposed to sound like, like yo. You want to know how you want to know how racist Boston is, right? Mark Wahlberg went to jail for calling someone a Vietnamese person a nigger. Oh right? yeah, that was his hate crime. Yeah, like a blind and we love Mark Wahlberg. A blonde love- Vietnamese. No, actually, I love Donnie Wahlberg. He's my favorite. Is love it because of Blue Bloods? on the block. No, since New Kids on the Block. No, I've been all about Donnie. Donnie was a New Kids on the Block. Yeah. What? That's how he started. I got. Are to you go kidding back. me? You're I just bugging. I've been seeing Donnie. This my my black. my Donnie stuff comes with Saul. So. Oh no 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 no! Oh no! Oh, he, new right. Kids on the Block. Go check it. I, I got promise to. you. That's but, my point. Like, and we love that, but they'll tell you Boston's racist. When you watch the town, right? When you watch oh, the movie, God. the town. You watch Goodwill Hunting, Boston's racist. Yo, there's no black people in the town, right? Not None. One. Not one. These dudes, and they tell you that they live in a part of Boston that is strictly for white people, okay? And the departed Anthony Anderson was the only black person. And he got killed. He sure he did. Got- he got killed. He got shot coming off elevator for no fucking reason. <laughs> well, so did Leo DiCaprio. Yeah, but, but Leo made sense. Anthony yeah, Anson was just Anthony there. Anson, yeah, he was just trying to help niggas out, and he got killed. So the one black man in Boston died in that one. And the town, yeah. And Goodwill Hunting, no black people. Boston's wildly racist. So it's like, I, and I feel like they just really trying their hardest to just like, because I think now that Kyrie don't give a fuck, it's more so, let's make him the bad guy. And you know what? He don't give a fuck. No, and I'm not yeah. mad at Kyrie. When he stages the stadium, oh, Kyrie's doing this. He just found out that, you know, because mother died when he was young. Mm-hmm. Found out his mother's Native American. He's now looking to his roots. He's checking out his culture. He's finding things out. He's, he's learning about it. And now he's trying to, you know, become what he is, what he didn't know about himself. Right. He's staging. So, Yo. what the fuck are y'all mad? Do you smell it through the TV? White people will find out on Ancestry that they're like 0.5% African. And, and they wear kente cloths. They got kente cloths on. They're on 125th Street eating collard greens. I, I, it's okay. My Ancestry says I'm 1.7% black. 
So I'm one of you. I'm Cameroonian. It's always something like that. But Kyrie is literally just fi- figuring himself out. He's still pretty young. He's like 20. You know what I'm saying? So he's figuring himself out. He's learning these new things about himself. And now he's at peace. You and y'all want to fuck with his not peace. moved by nobody? Yo, that they threw that water bottle. He threw his hands up like, okay. He yeah, he didn't even react. Yeah. His teammate Claxton reacted before Kyrie. He was like, yo, what's good? He's like, yeah, all right. He doesn't care. So y'all trying to make him out to be the bad guy so bad, he don't give a fuck what y'all say. He didn't even respond to what none of them niggas said about him stepping on that logo. What did he do? They won. They won. You ain't got to worry about this in your fucking arena for another year now. And, and I sent y'all home. but And it's going to end up segue into our next segment. But Hove, right? Hove, I watched a Hove interview recently, and they were asking him on The Breakfast Club, like, why don't you ever respond when people say Beyonce, you know, the babies? And he's like, if I respond, Y'all going to say that I gave them energy. If I don't respond, y'all going to say that it's true. Either way, I don't win if I say say anything anymore. Yep. And that's where Kyrie is. Like, if I say something as a black man, I'm wrong. Maybe Kyrie is the black man who who's doing weird shit. And if I do respond, then it's Kyrie is angry. All the time. So fuck it. All the time. I'm just not going to respond to nobody. Everybody and, have a good day. And that's day. fine. And it's fine. So, yeah. And thank you for the segue. Speaking of Ho, you talked about him quite a lot on this episode. We're Ho fans, if you didn't recognize it. He was on The Shop. I enjoyed The Shop. You know what? I wanted to name this podcast something like like The Only Chick in the Barbershop or some shit like that, because I I used to only be the only woman I know in the barbershop, like, and talking shit with the men. And then LeBron came out with The Shop, and I said, this motherfucker. So I couldn't do that. But um, I really enjoy that show. I I truly like it. Um, I like the fact that first off, I've never seen Bad Bunny like that. He was so toned down. He wore black, like in normal primary colors, not <laughs> highlighted shit. That nigga usually looks like a shawfy. He was wild, regular. And I was like, because I always get him and Jay Balvin confused. So I just knew he was Jay Balvin because his hair was black. And I was like, oh shit, that's Bad Bunny. Oh my God. He looks like a totally different person. And he definitely did not speak English. So I'm trying to figure out this. Out of the jewels drop, or is he really good at social cues? Because that nigga was nodding when he was supposed to nod. But when you asked him a question, it was fail, fail, he went on, and then homeboy's like, All right, so he said this. And they're like, Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, and I I had I had to watch uh me and uh Tato's son, we watched WrestleMania and I watched like the build up to it. Bad bunny, you know, they asked him on a shot about wrestling. Yeah, he, he he was in WrestleMania, yeah. Yeah, so he knows the language. Mm-hmm. I just don't think he utilizes it like on some, like, all right, I'm gonna speak it. Like, every he, day. like, yeah, yeah, like me at work. I think he's probably me at work when people talk to me in Spanish because I answer in English because I can't give it back. Yeah, so I, I, like, oh, okay, I know seven words. No, seven I'm words. Like, oh, you want this? Okay, cool. And they're like, why you can't say it back to them? I said, I don't know how to say it. I just know what she's saying to me. So, like, I understand what he means. But, oh, when he said that he learned how to swim, when he found out about blue, I, I almost cried because I was like, damn, black dads is shit. Like, he's like, because I couldn't imagine. God forbid she, she go in the water. I can't get her. Only black fathers go. First of all, y'all are very extreme. Like, I feel like yeah. even if black fathers ain't even that affectionate, they always think that somebody's going to fall into a fucking ocean and they got to get them. I got to get them. Why is that y'all constant fear? Like, yo, you know what my, my parental fear is? It's not that. It's that we go to the zoo 
for whatever reason, my son climbs over the thing and he's in there with like a lion or a bear. And you scared that Harambe gonna get him? Like I gotta I gotta I gotta sacrifice myself to save him. Like I have these in my mind, I always say that if I die, I wanna die protecting my child. So it could be a great story if he decides to make music or become an actor. Because I always be like, yo, if I got to push my son out the way of an oncoming train, what the fuck would he be doing on the train tracks? But it just doesn't matter because there's a black father. Why is there a railroad in the middle of the city? (laughs) Yo, yo, worst case scenario. I just be like, yo, I got to protect them. So I understand. But it's so good to see vulnerable hove. Right, because I want him we, to cut that hair. Not not because oh, I don't like I, I, I just don't think he's attractive enough to pull him off. I just feel but, like he, he looks old. He looks old. Like, we know he's older, but he looks but he older with the locks. Older. Yeah, it doesn't work for him. It's not no. everybody's look. It's not. Like, it worked um, perfectly for J. Cole. It did it not is. work for Hove. It, uh, well, J. Cole definitely looks a bit more homeless than I would want him to. But... But I think it that's what he's going for. for Kendrick. Yeah, it seems like it. Like but Kendrick from the West, power. you know, his shit started off as regular braids. So we just got it. We just stayed the course. That's um, true. But with, with, and remember, Kendrick had that dumbass like box cut when he came out and really wasn't a thing. But to <laughs> see the vulnerability of Hove over these years, right? To see the drug dealer, the nigga that lost 92 bricks, become. And got him back. And got him back in, you know, what was five it? Five days. From the like, first to the fifth, gave it all back. All back, like, and this was before rap. Um, you know, to see that that he's become a father, and the businessman part is always dope. But the fatherhood, a billionaire, a black billionaire, twice over, twice over too, twice over, mm-hmm. right? To see what he's done as a father is amazing, right? Because yeah. we always see him and, and Blue, right? And and you just sit there and you go, wow, this is dope. But what makes his story even more special is to realize that. He didn't have his father. Mm-hmm. So right? he, he became you, everything that he didn't know anything about. You know, and that's that's another day, like, what's our favorite Hove album? And I was like, mine's is currently 444, right? Because there's a part of me that relates everything, right? Maybe the uh, story of OJ and becoming a... But when I listen to the songs where he's talking about being open about his father... Where especially four foot, uh, not four moment four, of four. clarity, too. Moment of clarity, yeah. You talk about father, right? When Pop you died, didn't cry, didn't know that well. exactly. And then when he's on, um, the intro to 444, now, uh, kill Jay Z, when he's talking about how you know he's like this, uh, when he says that in the future, other niggas playing football with your son, right? You see the vulnerability, even if people don't see it at that, like, yo, I'm gonna lose my child, and there's gonna be another nigga willing to. To do all oh, this. Oh, yeah, yeah. From playing football. In the future, the nigga playing football with your son. That was a crazy that's one. not a fucking sub. Like, oh, wow. And, and when you think about that, right? Think about, um, I don't know if you ever watched his Letterman interview when, on Letterman's show that comes on Netflix. Of course I did. And he's talking about, he's like, you know, my kids having this emotional intelligence where, you know, they can tell me, I didn't like that you yelled at me. Yeah, he said, Blue said that, sir. And yeah, he was like, yo, and he's like, I just turned around and I was just like, I love you. <laughs> because it's a different side of him. Music. But this is a side that you're not going to probably hear in music because it's a it's a least less vulnerable, it's a more vulnerable side than we're accustomed to. And it was, it was cute that he was like, like, not cute, but him and LeBron, like, LeBron is LeBron James. And his kids be like, dad, please. 
Like you just dad. Yo, you know you're just dad. <laughs> That's LeBron. <laughs> He's right. like, your father's LeBron James, dad. <laughs> that and, nigga and, went to work. And I tell people, <laughs> I always home. get excited about, you know, seeing that Hove has, like, Hove has been in LeBron's life since he was 16, 17, 17 right? Uh-huh. And the, they explain to people how good a black mentor is or a young black boy having a black mentor. Look at that, right? Granted, it's in a different space than, than the average person is going to be in. But, but like 18 years later, look at them. They still them. very close. And I'm pretty sure before LeBron makes a, a decision, he's picking up the phone to be like, yo, oh, what you think? What should I do? Right? Yeah. I, I, I wish we had that. Privilege. I think that's dope, though. I think that's really dope. I, I like that because LeBron is like a little older than me. Mm-hmm. And Hove is way older than my older brother. You know what I'm saying? So, so it's like he had that father figure in Hove somewhat like he was because mm-hmm. he didn't have his him and Hove were pretty much the same age apart as him and his mom like his mom said when he's like 16 or something right right lebron's born in 84 so he has like 15 years yeah lebron's 37 yeah, yeah you know what i'm saying no he's 36 he's 36 he's 36 he's 36 he'll be 37 this year Hove is 51 so it's like 15 years different it's right. like his father like jay-z honestly could have been his father and not only did he you know, got him early. Still friends now. That's huge. You know what I'm saying? And I love the fact that they just chopped it up like that. And that's on um in the shop made people more relatable, more accessible. Because you know, Jay is he like impossible do to touch. That's what yeah, I was gonna say. Exactly, right? We don't exactly. get whole interviews, so I appreciate every one of them that we do get. Yeah, it's it's a big deal when we get. So I'm I'm really I'm really happy that LeBron did that. I'm happy that LeBron does that show. And I was looking at it. That shit's mad sporadic. Like one season got six episodes, the other one got two, the other one got like one, the other one got four. My yeah. God. <laughs> but they like, really need to keep it up. I really enjoy all the many Well, the way my Lakers are playing right now, we'll be getting more episodes real soon. <laughs> yeah, I hope y'all win this one. Like make it at least a game seven. I can't I'm biased. Champions I, I, out in so the first as round. a diehard Laker fan, I want us to win. But then there's this Chris Paul side of me that really I want loves Chris this. Paul to really win. I'm sorry. I really like it's so I tough do. because last night, I don't know if you've seen the video when he's at the free throw line and he's tearing up. Who Chris Paul? Yeah, no, Chris Paul. You know him and LeBron are like brothers. They're like brothers. They're very close. I gotta, I gotta send you the video. He's like tearing up at the line, and oh, I was wow. like, that moment probably means the world to him. Because as long as they don't chance. blow the fucking series, yeah, right? he has a fucking chance, and he makes everything better. So. Everything better, and I don't, I don't think people appreciate Chris Paul the way that they should, because Chris Paul is a fucking gem. We will never yeah. have another Chris Paul again. In our lifetimes, at least in our lifetimes, right? Our yeah. kids is different, but in our lifetime, I don't think I've ever seen anybody transform teams the way that he has, right? And selflessly all the time, selflessly. Yeah, and he doesn't. That's the thing. He doesn't care about numbers. He cares about wins. That Phoenix team yeah. last year, they played good in the bubble, but he transformed them. Now, yeah. Right, and he I, did the same thing with count. Oklahoma City. He gave them what they got their second, their second, the second seed in, in the West. And remember that Oklahoma team last year, they got rid of Chris Paul George. They had gotten rid of Westbrook. For him, that team wasn't supposed to make the playoffs. They picked a bunch because they thought they were going to get, and he took them to the playoffs. And they were one shot away from beating Houston. Um, Chris Paul is just, he's just really good. And I want to see him succeed. 
if it happens yeah, to be Yeah, I think at, he deserves a ring. He deserves if, it. He deserves it. If it happens to be if his making it to the next round and getting closer to winning the championship comes at the hands of my Lakers, I'm going to be then upset. So be it. But then so, so be, so be it. it. Cause right? you know y'all got your dynasty. Y'all had your dynasty. Going and, I mean, first. we'll we'll bounce back and we'll be okay next year, right? We'll be healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't want I like even with Brooklyn, I don't want you to win for Kyrie and for Katie. It's more about James Harden getting some. I actually for. don't want James Harden. I still don't want him. In I'll, order I'll, for me to want the the trade that we got, he has to give me a ring. Because yeah. I tell he's perfectly fine without his ass. Honestly, if Spencer Dinwiddie doesn't get hurt, I don't think y'all should trade for him. But Spencer Dinwiddie got hurt, and we shouldn't have traded Karis on Karis. I like Karis Levert. I really enjoy. I always do the Googles of trying to figure out if he's somehow related to Gerald. He's not. I love. (laughs) But thank you. First of all, I want to thank you for honestly joining me today. I appreciate you. When I tell you it was last minute, like last second. You know, all I ever need is a text and and, and a heads up. (laughs) So I totally appreciate you, bro. Um, Thanks for joining us. Of course, he'll be back. You know. Yeah, yeah, you guys like him on the show. I mean, you know, Father Father's Day is coming. You know, my, my oh my, oh no I, oh don't don't get it twisted. You will get your Father's Day brunch. I know uh, I know what you like. Kid. Yo, because because you, like. you know me and I, I I just listened to the other day. I was listening to the episode with my couch brother. I said we got we got to come up here together. Oh yeah, yes. couch brother couch brother brother Bobby on that episode. Yes, brother Bobby, Bobby. and sister sister Rob- good sister Boo Robin because that's my boo. But um, either way, <laughs> but thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And I appreciate it. And so coming up, we got the weekly hustle. So here it is. Our weekly hustle is from none other than the light skin key sweat, um, Drake. And it goes, I can relate to kids going straight to the league when they recognize that you got what it takes to succeed. And that's around the time that your idols become your rivals. You make friends with Mike, but got an AI for your survival. Damn, I swear sports and music are so synonymous because we want to be them and they want to be us. This has been According to Fox. Have a good one, y'all.